Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. And on today's episode, today's mini episode, we talk about Ladybird. That was the secret theme song that they just didn't play. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Uh, all right. Well, friends, in our continuing series on talking about the best of the decade films, uh, if you want to kind of get the reset button on where and why and how that is, The Master is our first episode in this series, and you can go back and listen to that episode. We are here today to talk about 2017's Lady Bird, as directed by Greta Gerwig, uh, which comes in number 10 on our list. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There we go. That's so low. Yes, but also higher than I think a film like Lady Bird would normally go. <laughs> maybe this is also the newest film in our in our discussion too. So maybe the the fact that it's newer is is there. Get Out is the same year, right? Yeah. But we already talked. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, we didn't make Whiplash. Into the Spider-Verse is the newest one on the top, but we already talked about it. Yeah. Um, so, is this also our only female filmmaker? Yep. Yeah. All right. Greta Gerwig. Why is Inception here? Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay. Lady Bird. Lady Bird. It's about a bird. Who's a lady? <laughs> it's about a bird. Who's a lady? Are we just gonna sing this whole episode? <laughs> her name is Lady Bird. <laughs> she needs to learn to be nice to her mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> her mom needs to learn how to be nice to her. Okay. Uh, so the table setting question that I will ask to, for each episode is why? Why do we think Lady Bird made the top 10 and is representing this decade in film? Well, when you get a good coming of age film, maybe uh -huh. we should take notice. <laughs> okay. Coming of age is a genre uh -huh. that only Josh likes. Yeah. And... <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Me and David Ehrlich. <laughs> Uh, coming of age films, I think, is a genre that has mm, little praise for it. There are four of them. <laughs> if okay, so if we include Spider Verse, okay, uh, you got Lady Bird, Boyhood, Inside Out, Moonlight. Oh, Moonlight, right? Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay. It's the pity vote for a woman director. <laughs> what do you want me to say? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Keep going. I was just saying, oh, like... You're just a jerk. I'm so sorry. Oh. Ugh. Happy holidays. Ugh. 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 That's how I feel. Okay, great. I feel like I cut you off and I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to. No, yeah, no, Josh. Why is it here? I, but I asked you that question. Yeah, and then you told me my idea was wrong. <laughs> now it's your turn. Oh, okay. Why is it here? Are you just going to say wrong when I start talking? Josh, I think Lego Movie Batman needs to go in between Lego Movie and Lego Movie 2. Well, but this is the sequel to this one. Like, they're connected and this it's is like a, a spinoff. It's a series. Okay. We see the nuances of Lego Batman. What if what if I did this? Okay. 
Because then it's Lego Batman, Lego movie. movie. Okay, now it's an alphabet horror. Okay, at least. great, perfect. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> why is Ladybird here? I don't know, Josh. Why? It's. I mean, I don't. I didn't know I had to answer these questions, so I didn't prepare anything. No, I'm not saying they're like they're like a. It's not a test or anything like that. Um. I actually found myself watching this film and asking that, that question and not finding a really solid answer to it other than I think that Lady Bird covers is a coming of age film, as you said, and it covers a time period when I think a lot of contemporary people, critics, uh, artists in general look back on fondly. So this would be the 30-somethings of the world who are now starting to come into a little bit more economic control of the of society and this is the time where we are graduating from high school. And so I wonder if I wonder if part of the love for this movie is a nostalgic factor. Now, I'm not willing to say it's solely that because I actually think this film is beautifully made. I think it's constructed wonderfully. I think Lady Bird is a very flawed but very likable protagonist. Um, I think that she goes through a lot of emotions that, that feel really similar to a lot of people. And I think that Greta Gerwig, as a director, understands how to craft a piece of art and make it feel like it's lived in and make it feel like you're with these people and, and to just welcome you and invite you into this world and not judge her characters but to present them as people for you to love or, or not and I think that's so it's got a really strong emotional core and connection on top of its outstanding technical filmmaking I think that's why it's here. What a... Yeah, there you go. This is my favorite film of 2017. Um... Gotta sew the dress, Jeff. Gotta sew the dress. Um... What are, what are your thoughts on Lady Bird? Um, I really... When, the first time I saw it, I really liked it. Um... But, like... I don't relate to Lady Bird. Mm -hmm. In a lot of ways, uh, I I actually really liked uh, Laurie Metcalf's character quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that these two are not presented as perfect humans. Mm -hmm. And actually, like, there are times where you're looking at Lady Bird and you're like, be nice to your mom. And then you look at Laurie Metcalf and you're like, be nice to your daughter. Yes. And then you look at um, Tracy Letts and you're like... Pretty good dad. <laughs> Pretty good husband. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, good guy. Uh. Um, and I think that... <laughs> I think... I like that it's a mother-daughter relationship that actually feels genuine. Yeah. And not like one is the perfect one and over the other. But also, they're not entirely, like, unbearable. Like... Like, the... Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan, Freaky Friday. Okay. They are unbearably awful to each other. Yes. And, I mean, it's great comedy because Jamie Lee Curtis is the greatest human of all time. Actress of all time. So we stand a legend. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that this one makes them uh, not just jokey jokes and full-rounded full characters. Yes. 
I like that there's also elements of this film where they're in the middle of a fight. So their relationship is the central core of the film. If they're the, the, the protagonist antagonist relationship, mm-hmm. but they're in the middle of a fight. And yet they find moments to be genuinely kind to each other. And they like find those like really honest mother-daughter moments or just parent-child moments where you're like, I'm still your kid and you're still my parent and I still care for you even though I'm mad at you right now. I think that there are two really pivotal scenes. Um, and they actually both end up being in the trailer of this movie. So there are the scenes that like I was familiar with going into the movie. Um, one is where they're trying, they're at the thrift store and they're picking up the... the um, the prom dress, dress. The, prom, the prom dress and then the Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day dress. dress so they're both kind of shopping for clothes during both of them and they both end up being these really just honest moments where the characters can talk to each other and like be very mean to each other but very kind and supportive and then the prom dress one comes at a moment where we just see Lady Bird at her most insecure and all she wants is for her mom to just be supportive and her mom only knows one way to be supportive and that is to be honest with her daughter and I think that that's that's a really beautiful relationship to put forth on screen you know it's flawed but it's real and I think that's something that really helps Lady Bird rise above a lot of other coming of age kind of teen films in a lot of ways um, the cast of this movie ends up, I think, being really influential on the decade beyond it, even though that we're only two years after it. But you not only do you get Saoirse Ronan, who was a who was a person before this movie, she has she has an Oscar nom for Oscar Bro- nominations from Brook- She has one for Brooklyn, and she has one for Atonement. Yes, so she's established before this movie. Um, but she's not really established as I would say after. I would say before that, she was in a lot of... <laughs> gotta, make the, gotta make some money movies. Okay. Like, things like The Host, How I Live Now, Hannah, The mm-hmm. Lovely Bones. Um, she was she was good in movies that weren't necessarily as good around her. Right. Um, and then, for kind of post-Lady Bird, she becomes somebody who can carry... A movie and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get Timothy Chalamet in this movie, who again was around a little bit before, but like this kind of breaking here. Lucas Hedges following up his Manchester by the Sea performance. Um, you get uh, early performance for Beanie Feldstein, who kind of broke big in 2019. Um, and then also I think that you get this, like, Laurie Metcalf, who's been in and out and around, and I, I don't think this, this is a nice high point in her career, but wouldn't, I wouldn't say breaking her out in any way other than her first Oscar nomination. Um, and then Tracy Letts. I feel like after this movie, Tracy Letts becomes, like, supporting actor guy. And, and maybe it's just because, like, he's in Ford v. Ferrari and he will be in Little Women. But, like, I feel like he was in something else. But he was a Broadway playwright, or is a Broadway playwright as well. Tracy Letts was in The Big Short in mm-hmm. 2014, 15. 15. The Post, 2017. Mm-hmm. But everyone was in The Post. You and I were in The Post. <laughs> Absolutely. Ford v. Ferrari, Christine... The Lovers. Right. Yeah. Oh, Elvis and Nixon. Oh, of course. That one was important. Yeah. 
Yeah, I looked at his thing and I was like, wow, this guy has such a small filmography. However, that name sounds familiar. And he's a playwright as well. He wrote, like, August Osage August Osage County. County. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, so I think that the <coughs> cast really benefits from this movie as well. I, I think my disappointment in Lady Bird is not necessarily in Lady Bird, the film itself. It's that, like, so kids that I work with, like, teens who I work with, who I think should definitely, like, would gravitate towards this movie and like make it like be something that's really important to them Lady Bird doesn't have a big impact with the younger generation and I, I, I try to figure out why that is and I just I don't know A if it was marketed to them it's an R-rated movie for some reason I also I Josh yeah unless the kids are sick teen teen coming of age films aren't hitting as popular unless they're on Netflix mm-hmm Something like five feet apart. I remember people making a big deal out of that, the students I worked with. The ones that I... Some of them were talking about... What was that one? I watched it. Describe it. Um, there's this girl, and she falls in love with this boy, and she is really obsessed with like 80s teen movies, and she fakes something, and I can't remember what it is. Like, who's a name or who she is? Some nonsense. It came out last year. These are not helpful clues, everybody. I understand. My brain is not thinking about what this movie is. Was it on Netflix? It was on Netflix, and it came out... Um, around the same time as Crazy Rich Asians and like To All the Boys I Loved Before. There it is. To All the Boys I Loved Before. They like they've seen that one. Okay. Final thoughts on Ladybird in general. This is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm not blown away by it anymore like I was the first time I watched it. This is the second time I watched it, and this time around I was a little bit more like, okay, be nice to your family. <laughs> um, I think I get more engrossed in it as we go along. But you mentioned when we were watching Boyhood 2 that, like, in the way that, like, Boyhood matches a timeline for you really well. Not saying you relate to that character, or <laughs> there, but it matches a timeline for you. That that Lady Bird's senior year is literally my senior year. She's the graduate of two thousand three, which I'm a graduate of two thousand three. So like, there's a lot of similarities there. She's a theater kid. Um, she so like for me when I watch Lady Bird, I. I more and more connect to this movie every time that I watch it. And I, I more and more think that, like, it's a beautifully complex movie about so many people and things that I think are... that feel universal to me. And that, so that's why I really have a deep personal connection to Lady Bird. And I would recommend it to anybody and everybody. Are we going to play your game? Uh, what did it lose out to? Yeah, I like this game. This is a fun game to play. Um, we could play my game, but it's pretty easy. What's your game? How many Oscar winners are in this movie, and who are they? Zero. Yep. Oh, like before? Well, no, zero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. We have some nominees, but no winners. Let's see. Lady Bird was nominated for five Oscars. All right. Um, picture, and it lost to Moonlight. 
False. It lost no. the shape of water. Shape of water. Minus Dang one. It. Dang it. Okay. Uh, I always forget that that's a different year. Um, I don't. My brain was... I'm stupid. I'm so sorry. Okay. Ladybird lost the shape of water. Okay. Um... Did Greta get there? I don't know. Did she? I'm going to say Greta got there. For what? Director. Okay. So is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then she lost to Shape of Water. Uh, so Guillermo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you um, name the other people nominated? For director? Yeah. So I've got Guillermo and I've got um, Greta. Mm -hmm. And now 2017. I need... Ooh. Maybe, may, I, I, might, I might need some hints. Um, a director that you don't like, but you like this film. Uh, that would be Dunkirk. That would be Christopher Nolan. Um, what else is in 2017? Do I like the other two films? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I need more hints. So, Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread. Oh, okay, great. Uh-huh. And yeah. Jordan Peele, Get Out. Great, perfect. Yes, good hints. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, did Searsha get nominated? I want to say yes. Okay. So, okay. So, so who would have beat her? So, who beat her? Uh, best actress in 2017 did not go to Sally to Sally Hawkins, but maybe it should have. Um, 2017 best actress, not Saoirse, not Sally Hawkins. Um, uh, no one in Dunkirk, no one in Get Out, no one in. Uh, what was the other one you said? I don't know. Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. Nope, not Phantom Thread. Um, is this movie nominated for other things? Yes. Okay. Lots of other things. Lots of other things. I may need some hints. Um, you always forget that she wins this year. <laughs> we literally did this like two weeks ago, <laughs> and I've forgotten again. Um, it's a film steeped in controversy. Oh, it is Frances McDormand for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which means that supporting actor goes to Sam Rockwell, but Tracy Letts not nominated. Uh, nobody else is there. Uh, supporting actress is Laurie Metcalf, uh, is a nominee, and that means that she loses to Allison Janney for I, Tonya. Bing! Um, okay, so sc original screenplay. Who? Mm -hmm. This one's easy. Get out. Yeah. Jordan Peele. This there is, is the easiest yep. one. There it is. All right. Okay. Uh, and I got one left. One. Picture two, director, actor. Nope, you're spring. done. Oh, okay. There it is. Poof. Poof. Did it. Can't win any technicals, Josh. Yeah. It deserves them all. All right. Well, friends, I hope you go watch Lady Bird. I hope that, that you enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to get, join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also hit that subscribe button. On Apple Podcasts, where that helps us get more listeners, you can find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast, and on Twitter at DWT underscore podcast. YouTube. Ducks Watch Together. Tumblers. Ducks Watch Together. Letterboxd. Darby ACT and Kylie Gallisher. Thank you so much for listening. Have a happy holiday season. I've been Josh. Kylie. Quack, 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 quack. quack, quack. quack.